What is good, everybody, man? It is your boy, Ranks HTX, man. I'm here with another episode of the One Shot Podcast. I'm here today with a special guest. I've never had a guest of this caliber. I've never had an esports org owner, you know what I'm saying, within the scene, top onto this podcast. I want you guys to give a warm welcome to my boy, Scrapper. Scrapper, how you doing today, man? Man, I'm going good, really good. It's been... It's been. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a while. It's, it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good today, man. It's gonna be good today. Um, one thing I did want to say, um, because I know we spoke a little bit about this, um, off the podcast. Um, I had mentioned. Uh, I had asked you about like if the Hurricane Ian had hit you at all. Um, also once again, do you know any other people on your team that were affected by it, the hurricane at all? Uh, not really. There's not a lot of people affected, right? Okay. Uh, most of my friends who, who live Florida and people on the team who live Florida, uh, they're probably safe. But they experienced some rainfall, slight flooding, but nothing like of like severe, a severe storm hits, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Okay, okay, okay. For sure, man. Hey, that, that's good. Hey, I just want to send to everybody who's watching this, I just want to send out our prayers, blessings to everybody who's in Florida, South Carolina, and North Carolina at one point. Send prayers out because, hey, like I said, like I told him before, I air streets like seven inch, seven feet of water. Like, you can't even go get your car. Your car is completely flooded. All type of stuff. Some people have flooding their house. All type of stuff, man. So, prayers out to everybody that's dealing with that stuff right now. Hey, because I know what it's like. I'm in, look, I'm in Houston. I'm in Texas. So, when water hits, I've had experience with that before, at least once in my life. So, send quick little prayers to everybody out there. But, um,. I did want to ask real quick, because um, this is something I usually just ask everybody. How did you get your name, the name Scrapper? Basically, uh, there are five of my friends. Uh, well, six probably, five, six. Uh, we started off in 2014 with our COD, with a COD team for Modern Warfare 4 on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, what we did, we did the, like the gang. Uh, we did Scooby-Doo, Velma, Daphne. Uh, um, I think Fred. Um, did I say Shaggy? And mm-hmm. it has Scrappy and the whole the whole gang that usually be in the episodes. Yeah. So my boy, the the next owner of this org, uh, Yami, he was Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. and then his brother was uh was Shaggy. My close uh other friend was uh Fred. Then we had Daphne, Velma, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, yo, these they picked their names before, and they had the idea, and then they came to me. So I was like, wait. What, I want a cool name, but I don't want to be like a girl name or a boy name. So I was like, you know, I want to be like Scooby-Doo, but I was like, it has two of the names. There's Scooby-Dum and Scrappy. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Scrappy. I was okay. Scrappy. And then uh, uh, recently, I think this year, I rebranded to Scrappa because everybody like in the, my community, they would be like, they don't really say Scrappy. They say Scrappy something, but it's mostly like Scrappa, Scrappa, Scrappa. Oh, okay, kind of like okay, a slang. Okay. So yeah, so I I rebranded the scrapper, changed my logo, everything. I like that. I like that. Like there was like a whole meme, like everybody was Scooby Doo characters. That's so cool. I like that. I like that. Everybody had was like Scooby Doo characters within like the whole gang. Everybody was one character, and so like you had the choice to be Scrappy, and then later on rebranded Scrap. I like that. I like that for sure. See, I usually ask because it's like there's always a significance. You can tell like somewhat of who somebody is based off like how they got their name, that significance and stuff like that. So. Um, I like the fact you said that you um, already had like experience with like uh, making clans, like gang stuff like that within like Call of Duty and stuff like that. So that's good. That's good. That's good. So for the audience, right? The audience wants to know where are you from? Where 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 Scrapper from? 
I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. That's located in the Lesser Antilles in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And well, everybody with the Caribbean is if so we know which pirates are the Caribbean, you know, Jack Sparrow. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm from the Caribbean. Okay, okay, okay. And you still currently reside there, correct? Yes. I I'm looking forward to stay a little while, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay a little while, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Get, get the mansion, you know what I'm saying? Get the get the big house, stuff like that. Hopefully, like, branch out and stuff like that. Have yeah. you done much traveling in your life? Like, as far as, like, exploring, like, other places and stuff like that? No, not really. Okay. Okay, for sure, for sure. Okay. Question. What is, what is like, life like there? Because I know, um, for example, like, there's a certain way we live. Like, people live differently amongst the states. Like each state, like somebody in Louisiana may have a whole different lifestyle compared to me. That's in Houston. Somebody may have a whole different lifestyle in Cali and stuff like that. So, like, what would you what would you describe life is like there in uh over in Trinidad? Well, um, okay, so basically, it's 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 really really different. Like, I I know how America is, and I see the videos, and my friends tell me what it's mm. completely different. Yeah, it's much it's much more warm, even uh, when the rain and stuff falls. It's mm-hmm. it's it. it it's different. It's different. It's just um okay. So like say on an average day, I get up in the morning time, average routine, eat breakfast, this that. But yeah. then the significance of this country is the breakfast here. Ooh. There is like is significant like how in, in America it has pancakes, waffles, uh, egg bag, eggs and bacon, mm-hmm. uh, bagel and those sort of stuff. We have something called doubles. We got doubles in here. Uh, okay. it's like uh two to uh i don't want to say like it's like a fried bara it's called bara mm-hmm. with uh chickpeas in it okay. and that's the significance of that we have something called roti uh i've heard that before of course, heard yeah that. roti we we do have the, we have a simple variation that can be made home like mm-hmm. from scratch we make that and we have different like um different sides to it so different like what we call it is call it takari we call it takari takari okay yeah, so, yeah, so that's like different <laughs> size. So, so yeah, so it's 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 really really different. Like if I, I we need a totally different podcast to talk about that. So it's really different. That's just that's just that's yeah. just a chip of the ice block. To chip off the ice block, cause I'm like I know, man. Hey, I'm I'm somebody with four parents myself. I'm telling y'all, man. Hey, the food gets crazy. I mean, the food gets good. It's hella season. We put love and care into the food. So trust me, I know. That's one food I haven't really tried. I've tried. I've tried like Jamaican Jamaican food a few times before, but never like full on Caribbean food. Like how the stuff, like the mm. stuff that you mentioned. I've heard of roti before, but I've never tried it personally. So that's something I definitely need to get into at one point, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But I didn't want to ask um, because I asked like how life is like there, just because I also wanted to sort of tie that back into gaming. So how was gaming viewed over there? Like, I know America, it's like, you tell, you know, like, we may have somebody who's like a parent now, you know what I'm saying? He, he may, they may have a child that's like three, four years old. Their child may come up to them in like 10 years and say, hey, mom, dad, I want to be a professional gamer. And their parents are like, okay, cool. Dad, that's not weird. That's not normal. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I have foreign parents personally. I, they, I tell them, I told them that and they're like, what, 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 what the hell? Like, that's not a career. Like, go to college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's it's really, it's really uh, basically the same thing mm-hmm. with your situation. I mean, in oh, America, okay. people yeah. see them all over the news. I mean, BBC, CCN, uh, whatever news channels you got across there. But like, I mean, it's it's more established there. Like America mm-hmm. is basically the home of esports. I would want to say, yeah. Uh, I, I, well, 
for me, uh, Asian stuff they got the esports and stuff, but American esports is where I reside. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here, it's if you tell the parent that they're gonna tell you, they're gonna watch you be like, "Yeah, we not, we not, we not talking about this again." You could just <laughs> shut up and just, uh, yeah, you just, just go to school. We not talking about this again. <laughs> you could just go to school and just, 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 you just, you just do the school thing, and yeah. you, you know, you. You do that. You do that. We don't get into <laughs> you do that. You, you do, do that. that. You'll be good. You, you'll be all right. <laughs> We're not having this conversation yeah. again. You just do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but um, uh, as of lately, like, uh, let's say the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gaming a has, a lot of people. has took a great big, and not just gaming, but esports and streaming has turned into a, a big thing in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Now everybody, and all of a sudden, before the pandemic, nobody <laughs> wants to get into this, waste the money, this, that. Everybody now in the Caribbean wants to get into this. Exactly. Now, obviously, um, we were in there before. Now, this was a chance we took to grow and we grew. So mm-hmm. over that time period, it was crazy. It was really crazy. And um, but gaming is viewed now. Um, I would say let's say about twenty five percent of the population in the in our country. Our country is like really small. Like. About 1.8 million people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's like let's say okay, I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna say 50% are like um fully with the gaming idea, but 50% not. Okay. Okay. So it's like it's, it's like 50 50. It's like mm-hmm. like one side is like completely like hell no. Like you know what I'm saying you go to school, you do the thing, you or do something for manual mm-hmm. labor. The but other our half our like... our government has nothing in place because we have something called the Carifta Games. Uh, the Carifta, uh, like sports, it's like actual sports, like running and hurdles and throwing the javelin and stuff. Yeah, they actually had a spot for esports games, like I think FIFA and some fighting games, and I think League. Mm-hmm. They actually had a spot there for each country, and our country wasn't it. And that Aww. just that just just got me. We have nothing in place for like in the government. It everybody that does esports in internet are like. Uh, private uh, groups mm-hmm. uh, who try to collaborate. We, we do much collaboration as possible, mm-hmm. and yeah, and and well, cl- private people or like a single person, like a streamer, who try to shed some light on it. And yeah, but as far things are going, really, really good, really good right now for gaming. I it's, love it's, it's like it's basically like the. The, the the foundation being built right now and the foundation being built yeah i like that i like yeah. that question do they have like um because i know we have like a bunch of these here over in the states they all have like land tournaments where it's like they may have like a small facility and it's like they got like computers built and stuff like that with monitors and people come in there and they compete and stuff like that because you know one thing that's always you hear a lot with esports players is always like oh you won't do this on land or you won't do this like on land you won't do this irl type yeah. shit. Yeah, um, you've heard of it before yeah we have we don't we don't Okay. Well, the private, the private organizations, mm-hmm. the, one, one or two of them have their own setups, like about twelve or thirteen. They bring them and they set it up. So we have a little experience, with it, but we don't have established facility across our country. No, mm-hmm. on our, our country is not just Trinidad. It's Trinidad and Tobago, but Tobago is like the tourist place, and Trinidad is like the <laughs> the central. 
Okay, okay, okay. So Bay goes for all the you know the the people who want to just travel, come there for like a week, and go back. But it, yeah, the go on the beach, you know, go snorkeling, go uh, glass boat watching, uh, go fish, that kind of thing. Yeah, all that stuff. But in Trinidad is the, the the real place. This is real life. You know what I'm saying? It's the real. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> this is this is real life. We, you know what I'm saying? Trinidad, Trinidad basically runs runs the the show. That we run it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, for anybody here in the hey. If if you out there, hey, don't get offended, all right? Trinidad, they holding it down for y'all. You know what I'm saying? All y'all people that be going saying, "Oh, I'm I'm going to I'm going to Trinidad and Tobago for vacation." No, I'm going to Tobago for vacation. You know what I'm saying? You ain't been to the real part yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, we no 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 provisions. Like I said, the government they 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 don't know. It's it's not there yet. We're still I'm, and I I really don't like to say this, but we're really third person. I mean. Third world, sorry, not third person. Mm-hmm. Third world. Okay. This country is very third world. So we're at L right now, but I love my country. Uh, I love okay. my country. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, bro. And the thing is, I'm kind of like that with Nigeria, too. I'm not fully strong in like where, what the ties of the people that are back there, but. You know what I'm saying? I love the people. I love the food. I love the heritage. I love the music. I listen to the music still to this day. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand it all through, like fluently and stuff like that, but I still listen to the music. But, man, I tell y'all, man, the stuff that happens out there is just like certain things that should be, um, we should be up to date on. We're not. Sometimes it seems like we're just going behind on certain issues. I don't dive too deep into the issues, so nobody who's Nigerian can get on my ass. I will be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But also, um, I wanted to dive into this other thing because... If you're saying um, it was sort of like frowned upon early on, how did you personally get into it? Like when you first started gaming, like I, w- I want to like go back in time, like because we know who Scrap is now, right? We know who Scrap is now. I want to take it back to like when Scrapple was first started gaming. How did you first start gaming? What was your first introduction to gaming? Well, um, okay, it started in my high school. Okay, I okay, I didn't have nothing. I just had a phone, and that's it. I didn't have nothing. So the government, the government gave us, uh, the government at that time was really good. Uh, but <laughs> they gave us, they gave us, uh, they gave us laptops. They gave okay. us basically a laptop. Okay. No, that was my starting career. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a mouse or keyboard or anything. I used it in our laptop. It had something called uh, uh, a touchpad, a touchpad and a trackpad in the middle of the like keyboard. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I started off with Halo. Uh, we, we used to do LAN sessions. Now, it was strictly not to play video games in school, but every uh, break time or lunch, we don't care. We, we did it anyways. That. I did it we, too. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's, like, it's like three different classrooms go down, four different classrooms. You're just going to see 10 to 12 people in the class just with their laptop. They'll be like, <laughs> every, everybody just going to, and we going straight land that was the closest to land we got you're going to be like 30 40 people in a lobby you know playing halo and no i will obviously can't hold that much but you get just yeah uh we, we started off with halo we did call of duty 4 that was the biggest the biggest for pc that was the mm-hmm. biggest thing we could ever do i i could have ever done at that time and that shit was going crazy because i wasn't using a mouse i was using my finger my little finger to aim move and do all that that and i was at, i was at the point the best in my school the best probably in the country trying to mo- use that little thing mm-hmm. eventually i got a mouse but it was yeah. like a crappy mouse you get at an internet cafe <laughs> yeah. but yeah all all that in uh, uh let's say until i make the orb 
like the little gang we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were trying to recruit and make a. But at that time, when we established a group, it took us two and a half years to actually like you know we could recruit players and this and that. It was basically a friend group, mm-hmm. and then the game went dead because you uh... we were searching for people and they're like, "Why are you searching?" For people in a four-year-old dead game and a two-year-old yeah. dead game, mm-hmm. the servers just like, aren't being updated and up to date. People already moved on to other games, stuff like that. But yeah, I hundred percent know what you mean. Everything <laughs> was like the main games we're hitting was were like uh, let's say uh, oh there was League, and then there was Call of Duty like on console like Black Ops Two, mm-hmm. uh, Black Ops Three, Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare, Ghosts. Mm-hmm. That was a millennium at which I had my laptop, and I was absolutely mauling. I was mauling because I didn't have the equipment to actually put out the content. Then, like that's when mm-hmm. 2013, I think, is when, or 2012, or somewhere in there, is when Phase started. Phase had started. I was watching those videos. I watched videos where they were saying you the the, the videos like the the trolls like you need when you need to stay in the Phase house, you need to eat chicken and rice only. You only drink G fuel, <laughs> and like that. Yeah. I that's the nostalgia I have. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, okay, okay. I want to do this. I want to do this, and I want to do it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you didn't have the equipment was, to like record. Uh, and, and if, even if I had the equipment, the community, the gaming community, was dispersed. It had no platforms. Mm-hmm. Everything was small. People were like, nah, we just was fun. We'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> and we'll tomorrow, do that tomorrow. The, yeah. <laughs> tomorrow was like Alex, ten years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy that you mentioned um because twenty twelve. 2012 was the year Black Ops 2 dropped. And the thing about <clears throat> at that time was I know FaZe, they were doing like FaZe was like small, but like they were still somewhat established back in like MW2 and stuff like that. But Black Ops 2 was when they just skyrocketed. Because the sniping in Black Ops 2 was I mean, the sniping in Black Ops 2 was just it was immaculate. immaculate. It was immaculate, yeah. The trick shotting, the DSR, the ballista, I mean like the edits. That's when you start seeing all those like extra like little flash edits, the slow-mo, the rock music, the dubstep music with the trick shots and stuff like that. That was when phase really started, really, really started taking my, off. My favorite phase member at that time was Pomage. Pomage was making <laughs> it. He he was carrying, he was heavy carrying, his back was hurting. Back was hurting. I don't like to you. I mean, I mean, Rain and Adapt, they were good and all, but Pomage, he was, like, not so IRL into the content, but he was more into the gaming content and actually mm-hmm. making it, like, a million views per montage, like, Catalyst 1, Catalyst 2, the Catalyst, final Catalyst. yes, bro, Catalyst, I didn't even, I didn't even watch him back in the day, but I'm pretty sure it was my boy Saucy, he had put me onto it, um, he was, uh, what's it called, he was telling me about, um, Pomage's like old like catalyst montage and stuff like that. Like he had told me. I think he asked me one time if I could edit like sort of like how those montages are. So I was watching him and I'm just like, dude, like Pomage is really him. Like <laughs> Pomage was really him. Like a lot of people always say, like, there's a lot of other phase members and there's a lot of other phase members that deserve that kind of credit. But Pomage is just like he just He's like the the face of the team at that point. He, for sniping, he was just like the guy like you had to if you love sniping you watch pomage because the feeds he was getting the way he was sniping he was accurate i mean the stuff that you used to call get called a cheater for on warzone now he was doing that stuff on a ps4 ps3 xbox 360 whatever exactly you know what i'm saying he he's pomage for sure is the goat shout out pomage man he for sure is the goat i mean yeah that that shit that shit was crazy that shit was really crazy that's crazy but um yeah also, man, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give you some credit, man, because 
it was it was hurting me on the inside when you said that, bro. You you man. You played Call of Duty on a laptop mouse pad. Yeah, Dude. yeah. On, oh my like, that, like the trackpad was easier. Like the thing is too, my friends in my classroom, they adapted to the to the track the, the mouse pad, mm-hmm. the touchpad, but I used the the little red it, has, it was red. I think I actually have it somewhere here in my room. I wish if I could have got it for you, but I have no idea where it is. Mm-hmm. But they used the touchpad, and they were actually moving and killing with the touchpad. Uh, <laughs> I had I had a friend, right? He was yeah. he had a, he had an abnormality. His thumb was like this big, so he used the touchpad like this. No he just had a flat way. a flat like a nub. He's basically a joystick. His thumb was a joystick, and that was his movement. I was and. He used to actually be on par with me, and then I just skyrocketed. But that, I used to sit next to him. I used to just sit next to him, and I used to be like, Antonio, what you doing, bro? Is like, he'd be like, just now, one second. One second, I'm turning. Man, dude, that is crazy. What, what, what would you say his name was again? Antonio. Hey, sh- hey, Antonio was, I'm talking about all you little Rebirth sweats, hey. Ain't none of y'all was messing with Antonio back in the day, man. I was just saying, yeah. hey, cause dude, Antonio, Antonio got it, man. I was like, nah, you impressive, cause, cause the trackpad actually has some kind of like traction to it, but the the touchpad, when you move, bro, you can't really aim with it. You gotta, you gotta yeah. stop moving and center. You gotta like, yeah. you gotta center it. Man, that I mean, dude, I have to give you the props on that, cause dude. I be, I be using a, a laptop whenever I like do school time stuff like that. I don't even like I can't even use the mouse pad just for stuff like that. So like high level Call of Duty and this we're not talking no COD mobile where it's like you can just stop in one place and then shoot. Like nah, you got to be actively moving, sprinting, ADSing, all type of stuff. And he was there were they were they, hey there were menaces back then on stuff like that. So I got to give you your props on that hundred percent for sure for sure. Oh, anytime we joined the lobby, though, we usually got banned. I'm talking about online. We didn't just do LAN parties. Mm-hmm. I took it a step further and actually went to play the LAN, like the internet. Sorry, the internet where ping and the ping matters and stuff. But I used to be like, uh, well, in those cards, uh, the uh, like see, like say how Warzone had slide canceling. Mm-hmm. That card had double tapping. It's called switching weapons so fast that you could actually do like the the weapon movement mechanic. It it kind of flickered, and you could have hit your shots with a sniper across the map. So we used to be doing that. So it, as soon as you pull up, by, oh, and the next thing, together with that, it had in COD 4, the wall banging spots was just, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. You could have, you could have, okay, so this is a spawn. This is the next spawn here. Mm-hmm. As soon as you spawn, you could have jumped over a wall and shoot a, shoot a bullet straight into the next wall, into the next wall, and the next wall, and get a quad headshot across the map. <laughs> and that what? was pro mod. Pro mod was Diffy. That's what the actual pros used to play. What? Yeah, and it was just it was just crazy. And that phase that phase of my life was like the the starting point. That was the starting point. Uh and then fast forward like a couple of years, you know, boom, Fortnite hit. Oh, the Fortnite. laptop could not run Fortnite. Oh, I was getting I was getting Fortnite. 23 15 FPS and I was still playing. Oh. I was trying my best. <laughs> I had to use I had to use uh render packs and you see how my screen is right now how blurry this is mm-hmm. this is what i used to see and my fortnite character used to be just no and I, i'm just going and i'm just trying to see the pixels i'm measuring the pixels of people <laughs> moving and as soon as i started the build mm-hmm. or they build five fps oh no 
I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, but the good thing, though, I had a guy who had a PC. So my oh. friend, the guys who actually started the, 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 the org with me, mm-hmm. I went by them to play Fortnite. I was actually good with the aiming and stuff. The building I couldn't do because of the FPS drops. Mm-hmm. When I went over to them, it became my every day, every week, every month thing. Mm-hmm. So two, well, it's like five times for the week or for the entire like seven days, I'm going to be there. I'm gonna be there late. I'm gonna be like, tell my mom, yo, we're gonna do something. It's schoolwork. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I'm gonna be playing Fortnite. And I'm, I'm talking to you. This is not no uh, cone side jump edit kind of crack kind of Fortnite. I'm talking about OG Fortnite. Mm-hmm. You enjoyed getting wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sky bases, uh, infinite uh, boxing up to the height, and you're just sitting down. Yeah, shit was, it was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then. Fast forward two years, I moved from my location in the country to another location. Mm-hmm. And me and my cousin, yeah. he had a capable laptop. I started playing on that. Mm-hmm. And it's at that point, it took me to into my career of like building PCs. Okay. From any nook and cranny, any problem, anything, I could have fixed it. I could have fixed it all. <clears throat> we actually had to install a GT730 GPU into an Optiplex. And it couldn't fit, and we took a hammer and hit the Optiplex case <laughs> in to fit in the the um to fit in the graphics card on the um the Shilayo. Mm-hmm. And bro, it, it was just it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, fast forward to this day, mm-hmm. I have that PC right now. Um, this is my current build here. Uh, it's really out of date too because I gotta upgrade. It's 1070 Ryzen 7 2600, 16GB RAM. Uh, three storage devices, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But Fortnite is when it took over. That's where you see we got all the subs. Mm-hmm. We got those some hosting tournaments. We hosted oh, tournaments, one okay. to k tournaments, fifteen, one point five k tournaments, and we just got a hundred people locked in watching this shit. Me and my other friends watching, you know, and we weren't the only team. Mm-hmm. There were other teams, but they didn't have the drive as us. I told yeah. them I, they they were shit talking and, and bantering. They was like, "You're not gonna make it. You're gonna disappear in a few years." All of them gone, mm-hmm. and we're just still here. Damn. The reason being is because consistency is key. Regardless, if you're just being there and putting out the word SYG, if you're making content, or if you're trying to like do collabs or tournaments, but we haven't had a tournament in a long while. Reason being is because, uh, well, we launched our merch since it was like two years. Launched our merch. Mm-hmm. I see you rocking it right on. now. I see you rocking it right now. Yeah. Yes, this sir. one is actually a custom one my girlfriend printed for me before the merch actually launched. She was like, you know, it's Christmas. I'm going to get you this. And I was like, well, say less. I'm going to rock this. W. The merch doesn't really have this on it. This one mm-hmm. is it's, it's different. This is like a custom one for me. So, okay, okay. so we're trying to get a, but we definitely want to try getting a Grand Land tournament. I've already okay. put in preparations with the different orgs and stuff. That's that's a different sneak peek. It's a whole, mm-hmm. a whole mobile Hello. Jovo. You know, yeah, like, keep yeah, yeah. We, we 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 trying to we trying to do it big, but it's a lot of work, man. A lot of money. A lot of it's man. It's I, a lot. I'm saying that right now, bro. That's one thing I've even realized, even being like an esports org owner as well. You start realizing, man. Not even just even an owner, just being older as an adult is what you really realize, bro. To do this, you gotta have money. To do that, you have money. And the reason why you can't do both of those things afterwards, once you accomplish those things, is because you need even more money. I'm just like, bro. Everything, everything is like to possibly exist in this world. You need to have money. Yeah, you need cost a living. You need to pay your bills. You need to pay your school tuition. You need to buy stuff to wear. You need to 
uh, invest in something like i mean yeah. whether it be bitcoin fx trading stock trading drop shipping the whole entire thing man whole entire and just thing. life is it's just it's just yeah it's a lot, and having man. an esports team uh right now i don't really call it a, like a team i go call it we are a uh, esports entertainment apparel brand organization I, I skipped the whole team thing because yeah. team was just focusing on one thing. And in our culture in the Caribbean, uh, we have to sort of find a way to tie into our like our everyday doers and mm. and culture yeah. into the gaming itself. So let's mm. say that the like the dancehall artists, uh, they want to like create a song and they want to play with some of the famous streamers in the Caribbean here. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. You have to tie. You have to. You have to tie into everything. So yeah, you it's a lot of work here. You got to think outside the box here. You can't just start an org and just flow money into it like in America, and you just go big like how Nature did it. You, you just can't do that, bro. Can't Trust that, you. Man. You gotta. You gotta think out here because money ain't ain't like growing on trees and shit. Yeah, one thing what really propelled Nature as well is just because for one he was he was on Optic and he was a previous um competitive player. He already had his platform and stuff like that. So he was able to just say, "Hey, I'm making an esports team." Boom. Like if Optic Scump, I'm pretty sure you know Optic Scump, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, he's king. I mean, Scump is king. He the king, you know what I'm saying? If Scump said, all right, now I'm making an esports org, bro, everybody trying to join that. And he, he doesn't even have to give it a name yet. He just has to say, I'm just making one. People are going to line up trying to join it just because of that. And it's just like, yeah. one thing we also got to realize is we're, all, we're not all, we're not all Nate Shaw, we're not all Scump, you know what I'm saying? We got to think outside the box. We got to think how can we position ourselves in different places. That was why I like that you said, we're not just a team, you know what I'm saying? We're an organization. That, that that's why I even say esports org owner, esports org, because it's like it's more than just we're doing more than just playing video games. That's one thing a lot of people gotta understand, man. I don't play video games that much. I really don't. A lot of the stuff I do for the team is outside of that. I'm talking, yeah, playing. I, I I when I play video games, I feel like I'm not doing enough for the team. That's what I I'm saying. Yeah, like, and people think being a esports org owner be like. Oh well, he's just doing his thing and this and that, bro. We got mental breakdowns. We gotta, we gotta think inside, outside the box. Mm-hmm. We gotta think content every week, different social platforms, networking, collaboration, tournaments. Where's the next penny coming from, man? I yep. mean, it's it's, it's all it's all that. And on top of that, you gotta learn to fix your own setup, bro. You gotta mm-hmm. fix your own setup. You gotta fix your own life. You gotta make sure everybody in the team is on board. Your management, board mm-hmm. members, sponsors, all of that. Mm-hmm. I like how you say you got to fix your own life. <laughs> You'll be forgetting that. Hey, man, look, your PC could be fine. You know what I'm saying? You're, you can have a three kid on Warzone. Hey, you got to make sure your life's in order too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure you got to make sure. Too. You got to make sure, like in the next room and the next side of your house is clean. Your kitchen is clean. You got no cockroaches, no rats. Because mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll be on TikTok sometimes and I see some a guy on league. He's like top ranked league player. This that. And when you watch at the side of his setup, you see cockroaches and rat running. Like I don't what? even you pull a, yeah, yeah. No. This is the thing. This is the thing. And then they meme it. They be like, bro, got the, the most best setup, but his kitchen got shit crawling all over it. Like, it, it'd be like that. And that's just one aspect. I'm not talking about what? your job and revenue and shit like that. That should just be crazy. I, I don't think there's anybody like that in the Caribbean, though, but uh, crossing the, the, <laughs> the eastern countries, I think so. We don't claim none of that stuff over here. <laughs> he, he ain't over here. He ain't on this side. He over there. Uh, <laughs> he need to stay over there too. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. Dude, imagine there's like, because I know League is crazy. Imagine, bro, you got like 40K people in there. It's like a $2 million tournament, something like that. And he going crazy, you know what I'm saying? He got the little, he going crazy. You hear the, the mouse clicking, the mouse moving, the keys on the keyboard, all stuff. You see this cool little PC, liquid coolants and all that stuff, all the tubes and the fans. And then you just see cockroaches crawling. And I'm like, bro, that would creep, bro, that would creep, that would creep me out so much. Well, I know. I'm gonna ask you after this podcast what his name is. I need to figure out who he is, bro. Because that's the thing. He's, he's been trending. That's the thing. I even follow him. I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna like this because, and I did go straight to the comment section. I want to see all the memes. I want to see all that shit. And I be having a laugh. And bro, like, bro, got got focused on different things in life. Bro, got bro, bro, got the best PC and, and living in the slums. Like what? Bro. <laughs> Bro, live, bro, bro, living on the shed. Like someone could come take his PC. <laughs> Somebody about to take his PC, bro. <laughs> Dude, like what? That, like, man, I'm like, I mean, that that that's an example, man. That's that's one thing a lot of people. That's something I wasn't even, I didn't even have written down. It's one of the topics, but that's something that a lot of people gotta understand, man. There's gotta be a balance between like gaming, social life, your real life, and like. You like you still have to come into that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the, what you just said is a great example. He cares a lot about his setup, a lot about gaming, but it's just like, okay, what's outside of that? You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, he eats, leaves his rappers just on there on the floor. He probably door dashes all his food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he makes good money, but it's just like you can't even enjoy it. You're like a you're basically a slave to 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 your to your profession. You know what I'm saying? Slave to your profession. You can't get these cockroaches out your house. You, you know what I'm saying? You gotta freaking pick up your bed sheet you gotta freaking move the rat shit and all the rats here in your bed sheets and stuff like is it really worth it at that point i don't think it is it's not really worth it to me at that point that, that's what i'm saying like that, that's been that's been taken too far like you need to the proper balance needs to be found and to find that proper balance is a lot of work mm-hmm. you gotta it's, it's work to find a balance and it's work to actually put the work into the balance and things yeah. so life <laughs> is about balance life's life's about balance you know what i'm saying life and sometimes what i always say and i may be wrong for saying this but i feel like you can never have like a perfect quote-unquote perfect balance because it's always going to be one time where it's like you may have like a lot of stuff coming up for your esports org, right? So you're not really going out the house too much. You're not really talking to a whole lot of people that much. Or you may have a time where it's like, for example, like the other owner of the team, Shields. Shields will hit me. He'll be like, hey, look, I got to do such and such. You know what I'm saying? Um, take over such as uh, these few things while I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? So he's focused on more of the IRL stuff, less of the team stuff. And I pick up the slack in there. You know what I'm saying? But it's like. I don't feel like for the for the most part, there's going to be like moments of like that perfect balance where everything's just flowing perfectly. But man, you got to put in work to keep that balance. And then on top of that, <laughs> you got to work within the balance. And it's like there's some days you got to just accept that I'm not going to have balance today. <laughs> you got to be like, all right, today is just going to be complete shit. OK, all right. It's just going to be just for the day. Yeah, that, that's some days like, you know, you're going to get up, be productive. You're going to try some days you put out two, three, four content videos on your social platforms. Mm-hmm. You get in touch with some other people to collaboration. You're going to do the collaboration for the video. The next day you're going to be like, get up you're gonna be like okay let me eat breakfast boom you sit on your computer watching youtube videos and you play some video games boom the day has finished yep. that's and that's how it goes that's how it goes because you're a human you gotta you gotta you know like yeah mm-hmm. that's just, it's, it's just a lot yeah man you'll be doing stuff then you look up and you're like look at your phone and you're like 
oh my gosh, it's like eight o'clock, like, and yeah. I'm like, I didn't did, leave did the I house. Sit, did I sit here and do that? Like, then yeah, I'm all in. Like, like, I'm like, did I really sit here for that long? Like, I be work, I be working at eight to five all day, and I, I don't even, I did, the time don't even fly that fast. Like, come yeah, on now. You know what I'm saying? And that, that, that's the thing. That's one thing people got to realize, man. It's like. <clears throat> people always say man if you enjoy what you do you never will technically work a day in your life man i tell you man sometimes we should be doing this stuff and time be flying time be flying exactly you know exactly you know especially you see where especially when you're in esports content esports content is fun content and it's not mm -hmm. a job esports is not a job it's not i don't treat this like yeah. a job i have to conduct certain things like under a certain profession it will be likewise to a job but mm -hmm. this is not a job for me this is a brand and this is my brand and mm -hmm. thing with brand building it's it's a lot of work, so it may look like a job, but it's not. It's just putting the hours into the grind. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I do also want to ask, um, at what point, personally, did you start realizing... Because I know there was a certain point where you started taking it like seriously. You started upgrading. Like hey, like how you had said, you had one friend, you went to his house, and you were like grinding Fortnite and stuff like that. And then you had said you had moved, and the person you went with had like a whole laptop and stuff like that. At what point... Because I, I, with every Call of Duty content creator, right, <clears throat> we have the phases of us going from the negative KD, then the 1 KD, then the 1 KD lasts a long-ass time. Then we start becoming tryhards. It goes to 2 KDs and 3 KDs and stuff like that. But then comes that point where it's like, hold on, I can be a content creator. At what point in time were you just like, I know I can create content out of this and I know I can be successful? What was the point? What was that turning point in your life when that happened? Turning point in my life when that happened was was that like I always knew I wanted to make the content at the early age of having the laptop. I mm -hmm. even started using Bandicam and shit, but that didn't <laughs> yeah. that didn't that didn't work out too good. Mm -hmm. When I actually got the first PC that was like a 1060 with some kind of other components, mm -hmm. that's when I started making the content. I was ah. like, okay, so I'm gonna try. I tried beta testing some streams, getting some clips. And then it actually started, like, the actual first ever post was when I made the org. I made the org, established the org, get the platform to help me grow as well and help the team grow. And then I released my first video. That was not even any game related to what I was playing. It was actually a montage from CSGO. Mm. I actually was maining CSGO for a few days at the time because Fortnite, I actually had a specific set of people to play with because why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then... uh. And then I was just like, well, let me just play some CSGO in my time. And that was when I started to get into all kinds of games. Mm -hmm. And that's when it changed. I was like, I didn't... Gaming was gaming. It was just for fun. And then I turned into like, oh, snap. I'm on keyboard and mouse. I have... And keyboard and mouse specifies with two things. Really, really good aim and flashy shit with snaps. Mm -hmm. So I, I work with that. And I try my best with that. And that's where it come along. But the content creation part started with the org when I started the org. Okay, 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 okay. I like that. I like that. Question, um, because this this is one thing that like it's it's got you got to you got to fill this void for me, right? You got to fill this void for me, right? At any point in time, did you ever like own a console, like a PlayStation or an Xbox at all? No, never. I never. I never was on console. Um. Wow. I played on it multiple times. There mm -hmm. is one time uh me and my uh, my my cousin we were on this trip to our friends to actually play game, play some game mobile games. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere this huge Dutch shepherd just came up and bit him. 
and we got a console for free as compensation for getting the dog bite, and it lasted like about two weeks. We played Black Ops Three on that thing, and it burnt. So, yeah. <laughs> what the? Fuck? So, man's gets bit by a dog. You get a free console. The console burns out after two weeks. I mean, dude, that's a fucking story. What the? Fuck? Yeah, and at that time, the two week period, I was actually getting accustomed. I used to play controller before, like on like one day for the month when I went by my friend. Mm-hmm. But I was actually evolving to be a really good uh, controller player back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that played an important part. I had, and that the concept of having a sensitivity back then, I had yeah. no idea about. That's the thing. Uh, I had no, I was playing on default controller settings, trying my best to, to angle myself. <laughs> and like, you know, yeah. and I was actually, yeah, that's the only time. Two weeks of my entire life, I had a console. Yeah, wow. Because he wasn't using it. He was basically like, I'm gonna watch you play. I'm gonna watch you play. Dang. Yeah, because yeah, that's I never had a console. The laptop and straight jump the PC after that. Because mm-hmm. I've seen some of your clips and all on on awards when I see like the keyboard inputs. Do you own a controller? Like a like you actually have a controller with you? No. No, I I was supposed to buy a PS5, but then I was like, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna buy a PS4, but a scuff or something because mm-hmm. the PS5 is way too bulky. I don't like that. Mm. I, I have uh, probably wanted to own a controller, but man, keyboard and mouse is too sweet for me, bro. I'm just, mm. I don't know, man. It's just, a, I would like to actually try controller there, probably mm. for the new Modern Warfare, because it's different. Mm. There's no slide canceling. I could probably get a kind of like a learning the skill gap kind of thing going on there. So yeah. probably, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen the the new Modern Warfare, and the way, the way that Modern Warfare is, man, I mean, I mean, okay. Scratch what I was about to say, because this is an argument, and I'm glad you're a keyboard player, right? I want to ask a question, and this is a question that I think everybody wants to hear that plays Warzone. Do you think aim assist is overpowered? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Reason being is because I play with fellow other keyboard monsters. They complain a lot. They very complain a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a difference with overpowered and balanced i think emesis is balanced yeah because mm-hmm. because you're playing on sticks exactly and you need Thank some you. sort of aim guided uh like mo- like it guided sort of motion to get yeah. your stuff in onto the character you cannot move a stick and and especially to get it exactly on that person exactly so i think it's person. balanced yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, is like, think about it. Like, where, where I have a controller. Hold on, let me grab my controller. All right, look. This is a, this, this is a battle beaver controller. I got like buttons on the back and stuff like that. The thing is, right? All you have is just this joystick, right? If you got a mouse, I can go left, right. You could be so much. It allows for such a bigger skill gap with with having a mouse. Like so much, you have, you're willing, you're able to do so much more. But with a controller, it's like I'm just stuck with whatever this joystick has. So it's like you need aim assist in order to be good on a controller. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But I will agree, right? I don't think a the concept of aim assist is bad. I just I will agree and I will say the aim assist in, in Warzone is I mean I mean if you're a controller player on a PC on Warzone, man, I kid you, bro. Aiming on that game is so easy. Like, it's certain times I do things, and I'm like, dude, if somebody did that to me, I think they're cheating. Like, But it's just like, the aim assist carries you the whole way through. 
And it's just like, and even on top of that, we have ADS sensitivity multipliers. Like, besides sensitivity, like how you mentioned, how fast you move left to right on your joystick. On top of that, we have an ADS sensitivity multiplier. So that takes it an even step further, and that adjusts your sensitivity when you're ADSing. So you could spin around as fast as you can, but when you're ADSing, you move very precisely. So sometimes you may think somebody's cheating or something like that, but then they have those settings tweaked that much. And if we're going to be honest, I mean, it's people with um, my controller. My other controller has control freaks. Those have like the extended sticks to help with the aiming and stuff like that. So it, it's to the point where it's like aiming just became so easy to do. But it's exactly, like, yeah. I, I just don't think that will ever be fully superior to the capability you can do on mouse and keyboard. Now, is it harder to learn mouse and keyboard? Of course it is. But for somebody like you, for example, you've been playing this from a jump. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're used to that. You're used to aiming. You're used to the movement and stuff like that. So nothing's new to you. Nothing feels awkward to you. You know what I'm saying? But somebody like me, I, I'm not touching controller. I mean, not, I'm not touching keyboard. I'm not touching keyboard. <laughs> I tried it before. I sucked. I mean, like, I was completely ass i'm like i didn't believe i could be this ass my ego was destroyed <laughs> i put my controller back in i'm like hey look this this, this, this i've been humble too much man I, I i need to get off this man i need my ego back yeah, it, it, it it the learning keyboard it takes a while mm-hmm. especially some of my peeps like who actually switch to be like yo this is easy and then and then it's easy until you meet somebody who is on your level on like say controller or keyboard and mouse mm-hmm. and you're on the learning side of it to the keyboard and they fight you and they completely shit on you and probably your entire team and you'd be like if mm-hmm. i had my controller i would have probably won that yep mm-hmm. that's yeah, the thing so. and it's like um like for example i know one dude he's saying like he's always saying like controller could be so easy but it's just like when you see him play controller yeah, you can shoot straight. Yeah, you can jump a little bit, but I can just tell in certain situations, I'm like, if he'd been playing, if he was playing on controller like his whole life, he would have known what to do right there. But he lost that situation and he was like complaining about it. And I'm like, this, I'm like, when I saw it, I'm like, dude, this is just basic knowledge. Like, this is basic controller knowledge. But I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Now, if he, if he was on mouse to keyboard, yeah, he, he probably would have killed that guy. He probably would have got the, the kill for that. He probably would have to finish the elimination for that. But it's just. It's it's one of those things where it's like when I hear people on the internet say, "Oh, it's much easier," or "This is this that and the third. I'm like, man, you haven't like my boy Stony said one thing. You can't talk if you haven't mastered both of them. You can't say controllers op unless you mastered controller and you've mastered keyboard. Like Stony is one of the few guys I know. Shout out to Stony, one of the few guys I know. He could drop thirty on a keyboard and thirty on a controller. Like, like he, he can just do either. And I don't know how he does it, but he can do it. And he won't even tell you that control is overpowered. He won't see you having a mouse and keyboard is overpowered. He'll tell you that they both had their advantages and they both have their strong suits in certain situations, certain categories, maybe like certain gunfights and stuff like that. Like somebody sliding a lot and stuff like that. Aim assist helps a lot because it drags ball back and forth. But some people have control aim assist and they... <clears throat> still end up on killing two streamers part like 85 videos and stuff like that so it, it all just depends man it all just depends on um who's playing it as well as how long you've been playing it and stuff like that it really just boils down to that Understand. Uh, for sure for sure um other thing i wanted to say um does your team for sig rising right do you have any plans for the future like things you're trying to like um, things you're like, okay, we want to do this by this time or this within this quarter. Y'all have any like, um, 
uh, progress checkpoints, like monthly goals or anything like that? Do y'all have anything anything planned for the future? Uh, right now, we have, well, the biggest thing we've ever done was a merch launch. Okay. We're trying to get you the sales until Christmas sa- uh, Christmas uh, discount sale, mm-hmm. which is the merch is actually dro- um, dropping down a bit to get final on that. And then in the beginning of the new year, we will be dropping our T-shirts and probably a new hoodie coming down to the media. But T-shirts are definitely dropping as soon as the new year opens as a next drop. Uh, we are looking at... I need a hoodie you got. <laughs> that, that shit's tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. The, the samurai, I mean, that, that's fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit's fire. <laughs> that shit's tough. Oh, God. Thanks, man. Um, appreciate it. No problem. Uh, but uh, for content creation-wise, we're trying to get a consistent platform. I'm looking at YouTube and uh, in uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. I heard that Instagram reels have been popping off recently, but that's experimental. Mm-hmm. So I will not be going to that just yet, but TikTok, focusing on a TikTok and the YouTube, trying to hit algs and those and spread the word. And so get more click-throughs, more, more click-ons, more click-on-my-link kind of stuff. Conversion uh, rate, yeah, and trying to increase yeah. the conversion rate, you know what I'm saying? And then um, what we're trying to do also is uh, we're trying to tighten up in our management. Mm-hmm. Trying to do a big tight number of management and see if we could pursue sponsorships, mm-hmm. and that way we have to increase. Well, we can increase the the social media activity. We try to pull some more numbers, and we already gained another sponsor, but not like a, a official company or anything. It's just like people who decide to come and help fund the team and help manage it. That's that's what we're looking at. Okay. Uh, but into the new year, we have the biggest plan of all, and that's hosting the biggest land tournament known to caribbean history and that would be we'll have one a testing one which will everybody will come out to you know pay to enter and then the the grand one the one which was fixed from the beta so Mm -hmm. we're trying to get that on board already contacted a bunch of people who are main on it obviously when we contact those people the other people who are actually sidelining it will come into it so yeah that's the big project Mm -hmm. my project isn't building just syg but also building esports in the Caribbean. That's the number one thing because it's not I established. Like I want to build this into where a career could be formed in multiple different uh, platforms, mm-hmm. uh, different ways, different types. Like, let's say if you're an accountant and you want to get into esports, you could do that. Mm-hmm. That could happen. Like let's that. say you're you're a, a sales rep and you want to get into esports, you could do that. Gamer, cameraman, videographer, graphics editor, graphic designer, uh, the whole the whole books. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's the that's the biggest plan, but the other stuff are mainly building SYG. But the main focus is esports. I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't. I tell people this: SYG is only here because of the people who make it here. And I tell people this: esports is my goal. If in my lifetime I could build esports and make it something in the Caribbean, I will die a peaceful life. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a solid mission. Cause think about it, like. This this is something crazy to think about, but there's a guy right now in the Caribbean, right? He probably just lives his normal life, you know what I'm saying? He's outside a lot. He doesn't really know what gaming is that well. He kind of has an idea of it, like an inclination, but you know what I'm saying? Maybe his parents can't really afford yeah. like the equipment and the system and stuff like that. Think about it. You could probably take that guy, right? Give him, a, give him like a controller or something like that. Give him like two weeks. He's dropping like 20s on Warzone or something like that. And you're like, bro, this dude can play for two weeks and he's doing this. There's somebody out there that has that kind of ability, but he'll never have access to the equipment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they, they won't discover it. They won't. They won't discover it. You know what I'm saying? 
That's and that's that's the thing. I also, one more thing, because that just sparked another question I had before that I never asked. What is it like? Because I know um, my boy Improviser. We had we had him on a podcast, and the one thing he said was trying to like buy games in like Jamaica was like extremely expensive because that extra cost to bring in the item from the U.S. into the country, so they marked up the price by a lot. Well, are, are a lot of the items that you, like, buy for, like, your PC, maybe, like, your gaming setup, are those things, like, extremely marked up really high? Do you have to, like, worry about that at, like, really high shipping costs as well? Um, well, depending on the market, yes. Okay. Some of the stuff, like, graphics cards and, let's say, uh, RAM, always holding price. Uh, motherboards and, well, CPUs definitely holding price. Yeah, it's it's, it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Really expensive. Okay. Yeah, because I had that question earlier, but I had forgotten. I just remembered it again. So I'm like, I already know that extra import cost is going to be a pain in the ass trying to buy, like, simple things and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I do I do like that plan. How you said you want to establish esports within the Caribbean and make it to where it's like this no longer is just viewed as something that only, like, people in other countries do like nah this is this is it here like you know what i'm saying sig rising has this facility for land tournaments that facility that facility and stuff like that that's an amazing yeah. plan i like that. that that is an amazing plan bro yeah that that's exactly the plan because not just a org for esports or entertainment or apparel brand but just an esports tournament hoster that's the next thing mm-hmm. that's that's the other title we have so it's a couple title. It's a big mission. <laughs> it is a big mission. Trust me. It is a big mission. Hosting tournaments, stuff like that it is a big mission. It is a big mission. This is something that I ask everybody that comes on this podcast, right? This, I, everybody got to answer this question. Everybody has to receive this exact same treatment. I got to ask everybody this question. Your top three favorite Call of Duties. Go. Um, okay, so I'm going to go... Advanced Warfare. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. I've heard this. I've heard this one before. Okay, okay. That's number three. Okay. Number two would be COD Four because okay. I started off on COD Four. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna rate a card that I didn't play mm-hmm. that, because that'll that'll be fake hit. Yeah. And number three would be Warzone. That would mm-hmm. be the best experience for me. That like has that. to be the best. I like that. I like that for sure. Cause. The thing I've heard COD for a lot, and the thing is, it's for a lot of people. It's the first Call of Duty they played, or it's that first Call of Duty that had that real turning point. Like I went from like, because I've seen Call of Duty one, two, and three. They, I'm not intrigued to play those games. <laughs> I'm just not. But then, like yeah. for example, COD four. It's like that's when they started introducing the classes, attachments, even the small attachments like red dot sight suppressor, grenade launcher, ACOG scope. Um, they had the kill streaks, the UAV predator, and I think the attack helicopter. I think, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like those things. Though that introduction, though that that just revolutionized Call of Duty. That that evolution, the, everything evolved. That's everything that's, that's where it started to get interesting. Yeah, that's when things started to get interesting. That's when things started becoming more competitive. That's where things started like becoming more serious for people. I think that was when multiplayer and call of duty became more structured like i don't think they had search and destroy team deathmatch and all this stuff in call of duty one two and three i don't think they did but they started having those things like hot four and stuff like that so that was a real turning point now advanced warfare that's crazy i've yet to play advanced warfare i haven't played (laughs) i've yet to play advanced warfare for real i've yet to play i liked black ops 3 and infinite warfare i love black ops 3 it's my favorite call of duty like pub like public match wise favorite call of duty um, mm-hmm. but I know Advanced Warfare, a lot of people say they like it just because 
in there. They had like a lot of good guns in that game. That was the first introduction to advanced movement. That was the first Call of Duty with advanced movement. Like before everything was boost on the ground. Um, Ghost had like a slide mechanism, but that was the most that was uh, known. And then advanced warfare, you could you went from a simple slide to a slide dash jump left right. Like <laughs> you could do all this stuff. Like it increased. It added that movement skill gap to Call of Duty. That was the first exactly. introduction to the move. Because everything else was just, you camped, you ran around the map, and that was it. And if that route was blocked and that route was blocked, you were fucked. You know what I'm saying? Then Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare came out to where it's like, you may be holding this spot. I may jump up here to the left, and you won't be able to catch me because you can't move up and accurately shoot me. So I'm going to shoot you. Boom, you're dead. Type shit. It added that movement skill gap. And then Warzone, I mean... Warzone changed everybody's life. It changed my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd still be on a console if it wasn't for freaking Warzone. I'd still be on a console. Like, I'd, I'd probably still be on a less advanced PC than I am on now. That's mm-hmm. true. That, that was a game. It's funny because the game's not optimized for any of our PCs, but we bought expensive PCs to play. Like, <laughs> it's funny to think about. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the bad thing. That's a very bad thing in life because we like... Okay, so this game requires more FPS. What can I do? Okay, I'm gonna just buy a ten thousand game uh, PC. Like, why not? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy, like, yeah, sure. I'll go ahead and buy it. And then you buy it, and then you're pushing like two hundred frames. You're still lagging. Um, you still freeze when you try to go pick up the loadout. <laughs> you try to get your loadout. Be like, come on, man. There's a move. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I know somebody, man. He was complaining because he had like a ten thousand dollar PC and he's pulling like hundred fifty frames. I'm like, man. <laughs> I'm like, man. Ten K, you pulling hundred fifty frames? I've had yet. I have yet to, to to get over to get to play on a consistent hundred and fifty, a hundred, a hundred FPS. I'm not even gonna say hundred. I have never played COD over a hundred FPS, and I'm not capping uh, unless it's multiplayer. I've mm-hmm. probably played on hundred consistent multiplayer. But Warzone. Oh. Yeah. Sticking on the loadouts, random game crashes, <laughs> stupid bugs that make the game glitch like picking up a gun or some shit. Yeah. I have always experienced that and low FPS. Mm. Plus, on top of that, my internet is horseshit. <laughs> I only have 10 megabytes of download speed. No way. And I play on that. But when I have to play a tournament, I go to my grandma's, move my whole setup. My setup's mobile. I gotta, I gotta, I haven't put down because until I get good internet here, I'm not gonna mount my table, move this entire thing around so I won't have a blue screen, fix my background. I have a background, everything. I'm not gonna do any of that. If I have to play a tournament, I go to my grandma, mm-hmm. I just set up everything there, I play the tournament, and I come back. Try to stream out of the same. Dang, so I move the whole PC, the monitors. Mouse, keyboard, everything, all the cables, all that stuff goes over to grandma's everything. house. 100 feet land cable, everything. <laughs> oh, the land cable and everything? Grandma everything got the internet, because, man. Jeez, okay. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I've been look, I'm gonna look for also too for next year is Elon Musk's internet coming, bro. I need that shit, oh, and I need it fast. Yeah, the Starlink is, is supposed to come. Anytime that they already got the, uh, the amendment, everything for the government, and he's coming, and I cannot wait. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie to you, I cannot wait. Hell yeah. Well, that's the, that's the next thing because as soon as that shit hits, I'm gonna go into full time, well, not full time, but almost full time streaming mm-hmm. and try to because that's the only thing holding me back. 
I see everybody be streaming on there when in the, in the Sunday nights they off be like oh I got 10 12 viewers 14 and they be you know but then I have the, the entire personality ready for the stream and I be like <laughs> well I can't do anything besides watch the other people stream right now and <laughs> criticize so let me just yeah. keep to do that mm -hmm. yeah I feel that so the second it, it's like that 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 hidden potential and that potential is held back by the internet you know what i'm saying but you if you had like much and see that, that's, that's one thing people gotta understand man when you have those vehicles to push you it's like you, you just go crazy with it man because you like how you just said like I, I was at a point like that too like i had um i don't know what cooler i had in my pc before it was like some cooler master fan or something like that i had an i7 and a fan cooler for my cpu so there was a certain point in time, right? I never knew this because I didn't know shit about PCs until I bought one and then I started learning all this stuff. So there's a red light that shows up on my motherboard, right? The red light means that the thing's overheating. That light showed up the first day I bought my PC. But I thought it just meant that it was on. And I ignored it. <laughs> I was just ignoring it. I thought, man, everything's good. You know, it's like, oh, red light. That just means it's on. Until one day, man, I, I devered playing call of duty and i'm like i don't know why i'm devering i'm over here streaming and playing it is this this unoptimized ass warzone on my pc with a, with a fan to cool my i7 and i'm like okay i don't know what's going on but my thing keeps crashing and i'm like i'm gonna load up my game hop to a match devering this is happening on stream. Load to a match, hop to a match, devering. Load up game, hop to match, devering. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Until I got like MSI Afterburner and I started looking at my temperatures and I'm like, um, I think they had said, I forgot which dev error it was. I think it was like 6066 or something like that. I forgot what the name of it was. I looked up what causes the dev error and then they said things like storage, RAM, shit like that. Or they said your temperature on your CPU. So I'm like, are my temperatures bad? I'm like, I don't even know what my temperature is. I looked at my GPU temperature. I'm like, bro, it's 60. It's fine. But I didn't realize that the GPU and the CPU. <laughs> That's what I mean. I didn't know shit about PCs until I bought one. So then I got MSI Afterburner and I had a little monitor that set up, right? The little thing that shows the graph and shows like your temperatures, right? It would be like 70 when I'm not playing the game. But I load up Warzone, 85. I'm, I'm in the helicopter zooming out playing Rebirth. It hits 102. 102 degrees celsius what the fuck and i thought everything was fine from day one it was it was pushing those temps since the day i bought it it took like six months for me to get like a, a liquid cooler and it was much cooler i'm like bro but that's this thing i rock a stock cooler but that doesn't happen to me i don't really get like instant devil like my shit is open so like mm. open open i take the back the front the side panel, everything. My side panel broke because the <laughs> electricity had gone a night, and I just went to sleep straight away because I had no idea where the panel was. So I just went to my bed. I was like, I'm not going to match that shit at all. <laughs> I got up in the morning halfway asleep, ready to put it back on the PC. I was like, okay, put up, slip, boom. This much off the ground, and it broke. What? Man. Yeah, so I, I still got glass shards inside my PC in the like the little <laughs> corners. But I take I take them out when I when I'm transporting the PC. I'd be like, oh look, here's a glass shard. <laughs> oh, look, that's a piece of glass. Take this out right quick. <laughs> Freaking PTSD. <laughs> Every time you take out a piece of glass, it just hits you like, damn, that day was that was a fucked up day. Yeah, man. I could get a replacement fit, but I'm I'm selling this PC right now, and um, 
anybody want to take this shit? They can take it and go. Go because at the time January on my birthday, I want to have a new PC and I want to be zooming. Because my Warfare 2, I'm looking to be statistically pushing something in top in the Caribbean and possibly the world. I'm going to play on this PC for my Warfare 2 for Warzone 2. Mm-hmm. In the first day of that game, I want to please see if I can get at least 20 wins. 20 wins per day. That's that's my goal. Mm. That's a solid goal. Solid goal to have so far. 100%. Wins, yeah. So, wait, what, what processor do you have in your um, PC right now? I have a Ryzen 5 2600. That's mm. a shit processor. <laughs> Man, see, the thing was, bro, the motherboard and the processor I had. So, I had a pre-built PC. The issue, and this is something else I learned because I didn't know shit about PCs when I first bought one. So, the other thing I learned was, because <clears throat> people always say you got to build your own PC. It's cheaper. I was at the time where a 3060 was $1,200 because they were just inflated during the pandemic. So I'm like, okay, I don't know how this is cheaper, but it's not cheaper. So I bought a pre-built. The thing I didn't realize about pre-built is it is a pre-built to the T. I mean, the motherboard and the processor are put together because they don't allow overclocking at all. It allows for no overclocking. And what that does is it pushes... It almost makes it to where any application I do that's like strong, that's like uh, for Warzone, for example, this was like it was made for gaming, not for streaming and gaming, reading chat and all this other stuff. It made it to where it was like all that stuff was like not meant to be for this PC. So I'd be playing Warzone, my CPU would be at like 100% CPU usage. So that was another thing that just pushed the temperature so much. Like if I play Warzone now, my, my CPU is at like 20%. You know what I'm saying? Back then it was 100%. So that increased the temperatures by so much. And then it was like, it allowed for no overclocking. I couldn't do anything to adjust the speeds. I couldn't adjust nothing. So I'm like, okay, this is another reason why this is freaking like so hot and stuff like that. And I think also the thermal pace was messed up on it too. So I'm like, the thermal paste was trash. There was an air cooler. I'm like, man, there's so much stuff that is wrong with this <laughs> with this pre-built. And I had no idea buying it until I bought it. And then I'm like, fuck, this is fucked up. <laughs> like, everything's wrong with this. You, you, you're like, oh, shit. Well, no, there's the, we got a problem. Yeah, you got a problem. We, Houston, we got a little problem. <laughs> we got a problem. So I'm at the point now where it's like, I have an X570 Plus motherboard. I have a Ryzen 9. Corsair air cooler and stuff like that. So now it's like, um, it's a much cooler temperature when it's running and stuff like that. I may change out the graphics card because I have a 3060 in it, but I wanted like something a little better for streaming and stuff like that to push more frames, be able to do more things at once. Because streaming and playing the game and playing other games with my face cam, OBS running, and all the other stuff takes a lot of gra- a lot of uh, VRAM for my graphics card. So all those things together, you know what I'm saying? Um, start pushing like i think like sometimes like 70 60 percent when i'm streaming i want it to be to the point where it's like 40 percent because i just want it to flow that smoothly so that's the point i want to get to man for sure for sure upgrading your pc man it's 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 expensive it's, it's, it's a must it's a must it's a must can't go without it man 100%. you got to you got you got to do that shit 100 percent. now this is the last question before we wrap up the podcast man this is the last question who would you like to see on the next episode of the podcast? Um, I would like for you to interview. Hmm, what does it have to be like? 
out of my org, within my org, or anyone. That's like it, absolutely. It could anyone. it could just be anybody that you could possibly reach out to that you think would fit for the podcast. You feel like, hey, maybe you guys got to meet this guy, or you guys got to meet such and such, or something like that. Like somebody that you can possibly think of. Um, definitely a streamer. He is the number one streamer in Trinidad. Mm. And potentially the biggest streamer in the Caribbean. He averages. He's Twitch partnered. Oh. He is. A hun, he averages two hundred to hundred people in his streams. Ooh. Uh He's willing to do that, but he's kind of like an important person. Mm. So I don't know if he'll be able to come on the podcast. I am humble down to their person, but he has a lot to do. His content pushes Diffy. That man pushes out TikTok content and be getting all kind of 10, 40k, 50k views. His YouTube content popping, his Twitch streams is immaculate. The man, DSLR, 4K camera, he's he has he's he has he's a content pusher. So he his time is limited. Plus he's a major he has the mix of the culture in him, so that's why he has he's gotten successful. The culture is successful. He miss he 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 is basically with good with celebrities in the country, everything. Um, but I also have a guy, um, he is the, he was the first Twitch partner person in the country. Mm. So this guy, this guy is the third Twitch partner person. Mm. I have the first one. He's a little bit of age, mm. uh, but yeah, he would fit. His name is, is, is DJ Pooney. DJ Pooney. He, How would you spell that? Uh, DJ. Mm-hmm. P O O N I E. He's on Twitch. Okay. For Twitch. And then the other guy you had said was the number one streamer in the Caribbean. What would you say his name was again? His name is The Boy Christian. The Boy Christian on Twitch. Okay, for sure, for sure. I'm going to check out both of them. Check out both of them, see if I can reach out to him. I usually ask just because. Because I know somebody's always like, man, I had this exp- I had this great experience on the podcast. I'm like, hey, I know you got to meet somebody else. You know what I'm saying? You got to meet such and such, this person or something like that. Like, definitely, example, definitely. Like, for example, my boy, Improviser, he was like, you got to meet my boy, either Meduse and some other people. We had Meduse on here. You know what I'm saying? Meduse, we had a great time with Meduse and stuff like that. So that's usually how we always keep, a ball, keep the ball rolling with new guests. And also we get to bring new people and have more people. You know what I'm saying? Talk about who they are, explain their whole story, maybe get like an in-depth um, so like the whole timeline right. throughout their whole life and stuff like that. So I'm gonna check out both right, of them for right. sure. Check both of them well, for um, sure. I'm gonna I'm give you the invitation one time for my for my podcast. Mm-hmm. It will be live streamed, oh. so there's no problem. It has around well, the most we had was 70 people watching it. Uh, but um, we averaged 30 to 40 people. Okay. Uh, I want you on the podcast, and this will be for the coming Sunday. The coming Sunday. Coming so you, Sunday. I'm, I'm inviting you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, I'll see, be inviting. Hey, see, look, we got an invitation live on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hey, see, look, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we this is networking right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is networking right here, one on one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm, for sure. For I'm, sure. I'm inviting you. Uh, we have never had like an American person, and mm. you definitely fit the bill for being the first ever American uh, international person like coming that. on the podcast. So yeah. I like that for sure. I will gladly take that invitation. We could talk a lot more details on it. But 100%, I'm going to be there. <laughs> no doubt about Definitely. it. I'm going to be there for sure, man. For sure, for sure. But 
for this episode of the One Shot Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to the entire end. If you watch this episode to the end, make sure you check out my boy Scrap on all his social medias. Uh, go- What's your, um, are you Scrap on all socials? That's where you scrap on all socials. All right. You know, go ahead and check them on all the social medias. You know what I'm saying? Also, check out Sig Rising on all social media platforms. Hey, you got to check out their YouTube channel because I don't know who does the edits, but they're fire as fuck. <laughs> I don't know who does the edits, but they are fire as fuck. I'm letting you know right now. I mean, that's some pristine. Like, that was that was one reason made me like, I got to get this guy on here. I got to get this guy on here. I, <laughs> I saw those YouTube videos. I'm like, bro. I'm like, it's Warzone clips, but I'm like, I love the way they're edited. They sync with the song, the lighting, yeah. the transitions. I'm like, it's beautiful, man. So make sure you guys check out Sig Rising and my boy Scrap on all social medias. Also, once again, make sure you check out Team Havoc on all the rest of our social media platforms. with Team Havoc everywhere. Reek Team Havoc on Twitter. Team Havoc on Instagram. Make sure you check us out on Spotify to check out the other episodes of this podcast. But once again, it is your boy Ranks HTX, and I'm here with my boy Sig Scrapper here. We have filmed the One Shot Podcast. I thank you guys for watching, and we are out of here. Peace.